0: So welcome back to the Healing Place podcast. I love today's episode. If you know my wife, Jamie, you know she loves people, and people know that she loves them, and so they love her in return. So she's one of our care coaches in the Healing Place, but she also just by nature of what she does every Sunday at the Welcome Center and with the serve team, she just gets to meet a lot of people. And over the last few months she's met tons of 20-something girls and has had a couple of care coach appointments with them and she said you know what i just need to have a a group where they all come over at the same time and so she started last october a group of these 20-something college post-college girls and they come over every tuesday night and so i just thought i want to interview a couple of the girls from this group to talk about the community they found in this group the safety, the belonging, being seen, being heard, um, learning things like the practice of silence, and just all the benefit of being able to have a safe place to be seen and heard and to share their deepest, darkest stuff. And so join us today as I talk to Madison Savannah about the Tuesday Night Small Group. So welcome, ladies.
1: Hello. How are y'all doing? Doing well. Good. Welcome
0: to the Healing Place podcast. Hi. <laughs> so we have Savannah and Madison with us today. And Madison, I told you I'm going to do this, <laughs> so I'm calling you out. So in one of the previous episodes, I talked about somebody who was going to be on today, and you called yourself a super fan, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe I called you that. Yeah, but, I think so you labeled So we were me that. talking at the group one night, and you said, I listen to your podcast all the time. You love it, which mm-hmm. thank you very much. Yes. And you share it, and you like it, yes. and you follow, and all that good stuff. But you said, like, I feel like you guys are like celebrities. Yeah. And so you said, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity. Yeah. And I just laughed. I thought it was so funny. You're definitely not talking to a celebrity. <laughs> But you said, like, one of your, like, lifelong dreams was to be on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And look at you.
2: I know. I said, I think
0: I can make that happen.
2: I know. I kind of said it joking a little bit. And then yeah. you were like, let's get it scheduled. Are you available next week? Yes. Like, let's go. Yeah, we
0: put her on the calendar that night. Yeah. And so, Savannah, you said yeah. you were in, mm-hmm. and we had one more Braylee bailed on us. I know. I haven't heard, really, her excuse. I mean, uh, sorry, her reason. <laughs> Why she couldn't she join us?
1: <laughs> She's really <laughs> She work. had to work. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. But I really appreciate y'all doing this. So my wife, y'all know Jamie yeah. um, very well. So she has this group, this 20-somethings group that started um, a few months back. And I guess what? Four or five months ago now? Mm-hmm.
1: I think it was October In of October. last year. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's been a while. Time flies when
0: you're having fun. I know. And I just love to see how that thing just grew organically. It wasn't Mm -hmm. anything kind of on like the Cross Timbers radar. It wasn't anything official. It was just something that literally grew organically as these young girls just started meeting Jamie Mm -hmm. and she said, hey, why don't we just have everybody over? And so this Tuesday night thing has started, right? And so I wanted to talk about community and authenticity and the value of a group like that where... Everybody knows everybody, and you feel safe, and you feel comfortable to share and all that. So before we do that, Savannah, Mm -hmm. just tell us a little bit about yourself, just like what you do when you're not recording podcasts.
1: Yes. So um, I'm actually on staff here at Cross Timbers Church, and I work a lot with our generosity and stewardship ministry. Um, Other than that, I... Like to work out in my free time and hang out with friends. Pretty much okay. my life. Cool. I'm also still in school and I'll graduate in May. So I'm okay. very excited about that.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And I love how you were just like watching everybody at home, like yes. watching on YouTube. Yeah. But you don't have to look at the camera. Okay. You can just look at us if you want. All They're good. just listening in. Anyway, awesome. but, but very well done on that. Okay, so Madison, how about you?
2: Okay, so I'm a student at the University of North Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm studying elementary education, and I work at an elementary school. Actually, I teach an after-school program. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Hang out, go to Tuesday nights. Me and Braley, who was supposed to come, yes. we go to the gym. There
0: that's you about go. all I do. <laughs>
2: there
0: you go. And yeah. you do some relationship counseling yes. up here with some people, right? Yeah. In the healing place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love you and I love Barrett. And I just love the story of how you got... So tell me the story of how you met Jamie.
2: Okay, so mm-hmm.
0: or how you've heard of the group.
2: So I I think it was in December of what year is it? So I guess it was of December twenty
0: twenty. Twenty twenty, yeah. now. So. Okay. So December <laughs> yeah. twenty
2: twenty. Yeah, December twenty twenty. I was kind of just like in a really like rough place and I knew about um, the what's it called care coaching yeah the care coaching through like the the healing healing place place. yeah Yeah. and so i just kind of on a whim looked it up and decided to sign up and i was like looking through the names of the people and i had heard jamie's name like at service on sundays Mm because i've been coming here since i was in like the eighth grade i think so like 12 years or something i didn't know
0: that yeah wow and so i
2: just like heard her name here and there and i was like I guess I'll pick her. And it was just such a blessing. And
0: love connection. That was really just yeah. what I needed. Yeah. So you had a care coaching session with Jamie or mm-hmm. two or whatever, mm-hmm. but you met her and you fell in love with Jamie mm-hmm. as people do, right? Yeah. It's yeah. easy to do. <laughs> and um, so then like, when did she invite you to the group or when did she tell you about it or how did you hear about that?
2: It was like at the very end of our, we've only done like two care coaching sessions, but it was at the very end of our first one, she was like, Hey, you know, by the way, I lead this like 20 somethings group. And I think that it's really something that you would benefit from. And so I'd love to invite you like, here's my number. I'll send you the address, like, please come. And so um, I had to wait a little bit until I could actually go because it was like Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I could, I went and it yeah. was the best thing I ever did.
0: And and you probably thought, oh, I'm this newbie, but it had just started. And like yeah. everybody was a newbie. That's yeah. why when people would come in, I would say, hey, don't feel awkward because you, you think you're the, you know, the newbie. But mm-hmm. literally everyone was just getting to know mm-hmm. each other. There mm-hmm. were some that were friends before or that brought a friend, yeah. but it was so cool for me to watch because Jamie is a care coach, right? Mm-hmm. And and before she was an official, quote, healing place care, care coach, her life is a care coach. Like she okay. loves people and she ministers to people. And God brings to her, especially not just us young couples or couples, but young women to her. Mm. So God brings young women to her all the time. And she just becomes this surrogate mom or this mentor, or this, 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 you know, woman that they can look up to and, and just be loved on. And many times she doesn't seem like this, like old wise sage. She seemed like a friend, right? She seems so young and cool and funny and hip Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And so she connects. So I saw her connecting with all of these girls around y'all's age. And she, I guess at some point she thought, you know what, I'm having, you know, five or six of them a week on these care coaching appointments. Why not bring them all together? And have this group. And so it just kind of started again, very, very organically. So tell me Savannah, like, I know, you know, Jamie, you've known her and worked with her, but like, when did you start being part of the group?
1: So it was kind of funny. I think it was during when we launched bear hunt groups, Uh we were talking about like how we needed a group Hmm. for some 20 somethings, like young adult group. And she's like, I think I might lead one. And so like, we were talking about it, you know, throughout the week. And then it just was finally like, she was like, We have to do it because they like we were just coming out of the woodworks. Like I was meeting people, people were submitting forms online. And so it was just like all of these young girls were needing a place to find connection. Um, And so she just felt the Lord's like, now's the time. And I think we have like someone new pretty much every week, whether it's like someone that Jamie invites or that we invite a friend or whatever, and they're like always included and we just welcome them in.
0: And, you know, there's, it's interesting how a lot of times those groups will start off with a bang and they start to decline. This one has grown. Mm-hmm. This one is yes. not declining. It's growing. Yeah, like you said, <laughs> more and more people are coming. And yes. even though two or three may not show up on a certain night, there's always like 10 to 12 girls. I mean, there's, sometimes there's a small group, but that's mm-hmm. very rare. Yes. Right? I was
1: actually telling my roommate last night, I was like, you need to come to a Tuesday night. Like we are more than welcome to come anytime. Right. And she's like, okay, I'll try to make it work. And I was like, no, for real. We have like 20 people in our group message. Some of them don't make it every week, but they're like all apart and we like text in that group message even when we're not meeting and praying for each other throughout the week and so. Yeah. There's community outside of a Tuesday night.
0: To watch, like obviously what's said and what happens at the group. It's just to see the intimacy and the safety in like this place where I think you said the so many I was going to say me too, but not me too in the sense of the way our culture says me too, (laughs) but, but this like, Hey, we're all in this together. Like you struggle with anxiety. Me too. You struggle with depression. Me too. How open people have, have been to share, but it's cool too, to see what happens outside of the group. Like you said, people just following up with others and texting and hanging out, um, really true friendships, right? So, so walk me back if you will, just that first time you came and you walked in and like what you were even, even talk about, were you nervous to come? And, and then how you felt when you got there and just your first experience with the group.
2: Yeah. So I decided I was going to come after, work one day and it was like a 45 minute drive <laughs> to this house. I know in we're out there Aurora, Texas. in Aurora, yeah. Texas, yeah. not
0: Colorado. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, um, I remember specifically I was driving there and I was like telling myself like, okay, Madison, it's time to like put on your church face to oh, like yeah. go and meet these people. Um, cause mm. I really thought I had to be something that I wasn't cause that oh. had been my experience before. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, content with that. Um, But then when I got there, it was just kind of, like, this very open conversation, and Jamie was so, like, loving and inclusive, and you you were so loving and inclusive, like, wanting to talk to us, too, and it was just, like, a really beautiful thing, and I actually got to share something that I had been struggling with for a long time that I hadn't got to tell anybody, like, to their face, like, because, you know, we weren't seeing people. Um, so I was, you know, calling my friends on the phone and my family on the phone talking to them. But that was the first time I really got to sit down and like tell someone to their face what was going on and them tell me that they were sorry and that they were going to be there for me while that was going on. Um, so that was what really made all the difference.
0: So you, so during COVID that everybody was quarantined and you could tell family and friends a little bit or only so much, but it wasn't face to face and to be sitting in a room with people that at the time you barely knew. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of felt, so you felt you could trust this group. There was something there. I hear this and I feel it. It's just this warm, inviting, like home. We are all in this together. And so you were able to share eyeball to eyeball and, and receive love mm-hmm. from other girls saying, it's okay. We'll, we got you, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's very, very cool. Okay. So Savannah, tell me your experience, you know, early on.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, since I've known Jamie and like, I'm, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're, we're doing this thing. And so one of the big things I was just trying to like invite other people. And for me, like I have not that the other people don't have friends, but like I have friends that like I trust. And so, it was really a cool way to connect with other girls that I typically wouldn't have connected with, um, which was really, really cool for me because a lot of the times I'm kind of inner circle. And so it's hard for me to branch out and meet new people, but like the community that I found outside of my roommates or my already close friends has been something that's been really, really great, and like the grace that I've received, and just the comfort level of like I show up with no makeup on, leggings, hair in a bun, and like nobody says anything, yeah. you know. And that's so,
0: exactly how I show up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. leggings, hair in yeah. a bun, yeah. Yeah. And no, makeup. <laughs> no makeup.
1: But and like the thing, the cool thing is our group. are everyone is so different. Like we mm. all have very different jobs. We all do very different things. Yeah. And so the uniqueness and the different mm. stories and that we bring to the table, I think, is what like makes our group so. So cool, yeah, it
0: is a very diverse group, it, yes. but you all click,
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's so cool. I've even seen a few that were kind of sitting off, you know, to the side. Mm-hmm. And I remember one, obviously, no names, mm. but the hat was down over her eyes, you know, and it was almost like, No one, no one, see me, you know, I don't want to be seen, kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I'm here, and this may be a little uncomfortable for me, and now hat off, and she'll stay and talk for hours after, you know, everybody else has left, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that. Like, people are feeling safe there. I think that's the thing. So, um, you talked about putting on the church Mm face. So, you've done ministry in, like, you used to be part of a youth camp, correct? Mm -hmm. And so, what's the difference now between church face... And real Madison face, like being able to show up at a group and be yourself and be heard and seen as you are, not as you, quote, should be. Mm -hmm. Tell me about
2: that. Well, I think, honestly, it was something that was more just in my head that I had to do mm -hmm. and that I wasn't really needing to do it the whole time. Um, Mm. So, like, having gone to Cross Timbers for so long and everything, I just... I didn't know anybody because I never reached out. I never tried to get connected. I never, as like being a teenager, I never went to youth group or anything like that. Um, So I just kind of thought that it was this big, scary, like church thing. And it really wasn't. Um, But once I got to actually like sit down and talk to people face to face, it was just comforting and i just knew that i could yeah. be myself and
0: cool yeah so one of the things that y'all do every time i think there's something sacred about we we may call it breaking bread around church but having a meal sharing a meal together and almost every tuesday night whether it's my Shiner Buck chili yeah. <laughs> or, you know, taco Tuesday or, yeah. or whatever. I, I guess we had cinnamon rolls one time with the, with the uh, chili. chili, you yeah. know? So anyway. Got so, a girl
1: from Midwest. Yeah, Where's she from? North Minnesota? Somewhere Something in there. Something like uh, that. <laughs> who had the idea and cinnamon it was rolls very and good. Chili.
0: Cinnamon rolls and chili. But it's having this meal together. And Jamie has mentioned that it's not only just, let's all bring, you know, a package of Fritos and cheese. She tries to have a time where you all help prepare the meal together, mm-hmm. right?
1: It gets a little crazy. Yeah, gets yes, a little crazy, but y'all
0: are all hands-on and mm-hmm. preparing the meal. And I know one girl, like she learned how to make eggs. Like she had never made eggs before, right? I mean, you know, how do you scramble an egg? Maybe her mom just scrambled them for her for all these years. So I think that's cool. I think that's really cool. Okay, so as far as the group, like when a lot of people over structure or have some structure to groups, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're going to come here for this many weeks, or we're going to have this book study, or we're going to have this, you know, uh, uh, video series that we watch and talk about. Jamie's a little less structured than that with this group. (laughs) Yes, it's organic. So talk Mm -hmm. about that, how you like that. Or how you don't like it, or how it's been for you.
1: I personally love it. Um, right. My life, I feel like, is very structured, and I'm usually on a schedule, moving mm-hmm. and grooving from one thing to another. Mm-hmm. So to not have to like prepare or like feel like I should have read this book or read the chapter, and like I just get to go, you know, and I don't have to have the right words to say because I don't know what we're talking about. And so it's just so open, and I get, to, you know, we get to share and change conversations, like. If that's not something that we're going through, we get to share what we are going through.
0: So take me through like a typical Tuesday night, like what that looks like. Because I know it's like several hours, right? Yeah. I'm back there in the other room playing my poker (laughs) tournament (laughs) when when I'm not sharing with y'all, right? Or your significant other Mm -hmm. for whoever has that significant other. We've done that a couple of times and Mm -hmm. I love that. But like, take me through, Madison, walk me through a typical night.
2: Yeah. So we show up at y'all's house at about seven. Mm -hmm. And then for the first like 30 minutes, we're kind of just like talking, maybe like if we need to put something in the oven to heat up or something like that, we're cooking together and stuff like that. But then honestly, for like an hour after that, we're just like eating and talking (laughs) and just having a good time. Mm -hmm. You'll come out, play the piano or (laughs) something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so we're just like hanging out. And then maybe for the next like hour and a half or so after that we'll just sit down and talk about she'll just say talk about whatever share with me what you're going through this week and Mm -hmm. it's no it's never like a you have to share a thing and sometimes she has something she wants to say sometimes you have something you want to say sometimes me or savannah will have something we want to say it's very low pressure which i think is the good thing like i don't feel like i have to come prepared. Like it was an assignment for school or something. You
0: don't have to be on or have Mm -mm. something, but if you do have something, Mm -hmm. then that's the place. You just kind of, everybody opens up and shares. I know there's been, uh, several times where people share and there there's tears that come out Mm -hmm. and then people obviously surround that person and pray for that person. Um, tell me, so we have shared, um, as an older married couple, right. Been married this June will be 33 years. And we've shared a lot about relationships and love and intimacy. Kind of tell me some of your, I guess, takeaways or your most favorite nuggets of wisdom from our relationship and what we've shared. Because a lot of people are, you know, they're dating they're or they're contemplating marriage. Some are engaged. Um, I'm doing premarital with a few couples there. Um, so like, tell me what the value of having some older mentors who've been through it and they're still in it. You know, how, how has that been for y'all?
1: It's cool just to see the authenticity of like where y'all have come from and where y'all are now. And like, y'all will share just like, you know, things that happened that morning or different things like that. And so it's just cool to see like not everyone's perfect and it doesn't like, you don't have to have it buttoned up and ready to go and like have your, you know, church face on. And so it's just really great to have a space to be able to share and hear like people's stories.
0: Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We want you to hear the good, bad and the mm-hmm, ugly, you yeah. know, to know. Yeah. What, what has happened like not just 10 years ago, but like 10 minutes ago. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you?
2: Um, I think that the biggest takeaway I've taken from you and Jamie personally, um, gosh, so many things, but oh. I think the biggest one is just like that when you're in a relationship with someone, you're waking up every single day and choosing to like love them well. Um, And so that's just something that I think has carried me not only through like um, my relationship, but through like my relationship with my mom and my students and my friends and stuff like that. Like you have to wake up every day choosing to love people and that can apply to anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Mm. That's so true and yeah. well said. Well said. I'm glad you you got that and you gleaned it from our conversations. So what are some of the things that, um, obviously, it's all confidential as far as names and, and the things that are shared there, but in general, since no one listening is going to know even, you know, besides you two, mm-hmm. some of the other girls and their names, but what do you hear? Like, what are some of the things that the girls your age are struggling with? And what are the things that are being brought out in that group and that are being cared for and loved on and prayed about in the group?
2: Madison, you take away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty much a lot of like self-image mm-hmm. and how we're seeing ourselves because, you know, wow. we're just starting to be adults. And so we think that we need to be doing certain things and looking a certain way and um, going through like certain steps, like, okay, we graduated college, now we need to get married. And it's like, not everyone is on like the same timeline in our group. And I think that's one of the things that I love about it is like everybody's at like a different place. Like we have people that are like getting married in like a month or two. Mm -hmm. And then we have people who are just getting engaged and just dating and meeting people and single and everything like that. So. But that's been a struggle too is like sometimes it's hard to be able to Relate exactly to what other people are going through if you're not like at that stage yet. Mm -hmm. But it's really cool to be able to know. So when you get there, then you kind of already have that head start of what that might look like. Okay.
0: So I'm going to dig a little deeper on that because (laughs) what I, I, because all that was so, you're very articulate and you're Uh doing very well, by the way. Thank you. Thank you (laughs) for being a little nervous on your first podcast. (laughs) But like, so I think, let's just be honest, if girls are dating, and or start aren't dating and want to be dating or mm-hmm. they want to be engaged and they see other people getting engaged and getting married and you're just not there yet. That's a huge struggle for a lot of a lot of young girls, mm-hmm, right? For sure. And so yeah, so maybe you can't relate to that, but but do you feel like that's a place where you can kind of learn from that or ask questions or even share that that sucks right now? Yeah. You know, if you're unhappy or unfulfilled or feel, you know, sad about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that there's been a lot of times when we've just been able to say like, hey, this thing's going on and I don't want to tell anybody else that it sucks right now, but it does. And it's just kind of a place where sometimes that's all you need is to just say that this sucks right now and nobody has to give you advice. Nobody has to, you know, say the thing that's going to complete the situation or whatever. It's just sometimes you just need to tell somebody that it sucks.
0: I love that. Yeah. That. Ugh. I almost want to tear up on that. (laughs) So I say this a lot. Man, I am tearing up because that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Um, Our greatest human need is not solutions; it's solidarity. Mm -hmm. It's like me too. Like that sucks. And here, let me let me pull up, you know, a chair and let me put my arm around you and let me let me hurt with you. Let me cry with you. Let me hear you. Mm -hmm. Right? I see you and I hear you. Um, We're not alone we're not going through this alone. Um, I mean, so many times we, we've been sold that God's gonna fix everything or, you know, Jesus is the answer. And so, okay, well, what does that mean? And does that mean he's going to solve my problem or fix thing or give me that boy right now or give me that engagement? No, many times not. Mm -hmm. It's, yes, he's, Jesus is our answer, right? And, and, um, and Knowing that the Christ is in us, right? That's the solidarity. Jesus, you know, he could have called 10,000 angels, but he died on that cross, right? If that's not showing, I'm going to suffer with you, I'm not aloof from suffering, I'm there with you. And that's what the name of the game is. You know, I remember, I guess, Paul talking about communion don't take communion by yourself, or don't do it if you have something against your brother. Like, what's the point? Like, the whole point is pull up a chair. Take that bread and that wine together. You're taking Christ in. You're taking the sufferings of Christ in. You're taking the sufferings of each other in. Mm -hmm. That's what it means to carry burdens. I feel like you girls are carrying each other's burdens, and so you have a lighter load Mm -hmm. because of this group.
1: Mm It's been a a huge blessing for myself. Like, again, just to be able to say, like, this is what's happening. And it's not fun. But to have people like a prayer group, you know, that you can text in the middle of a week or, hey, I need encouragement on this, you know. And so even when we're not meeting, we still have that community and that space to be able to kind of vent (laughs) a little bit.
0: So there's one night where you guys... (laughs) Got out the white poster board and the Uh, magazines and the scissors and (laughs) the glue, and you made these vision boards. Kind of talk about that.
1: So um, that all kind of stemmed from Jamie does Miracle Morning, and we were talking about the the savers. Mm -hmm. Okay. See if I can Mm -hmm. remember them. Mm -hmm. There's silence, silence, reading.
0: So savers. So S S is silence. A, affirmations. affirmations, V, visualization, visualization, which the board, right? E. Uh,
1: exercise yes reading yes scribing scribing, scribing or there journaling it there it is, is. you <laughs> did
0: well you did well um,
1: so we decided that one night we were going to make our vision boards so that we could all kind of start practicing this miracle morning and I'm going to be real honest I was not very <laughs> excited about it I was like oh we're going to be cutting these magazines these pictures I got to yeah. glue them it's ah yep. uh, but then like when we got there and there was a ton of craft supplies, like washi tape and markers and paper and everything. everything. And we got to like get to commune over crafting. Um, it was super fun and it ended up like I took mine away and I get to look at it, It hangs on my closet door. Um, and I get to use it.
2: So
0: how about you? Did you have fun doing it?
2: I had so much fun because I just thought that was such like a, Fun little activity. It it seems kind of like kindergarten,
0: but it's like y'all are doing it. Yeah. Yeah." Yeah. And y'all did, y'all knocked it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, spent a couple of hours Mm -hmm. on it. And man, those boards were like full, right? And they were all different, which was really cool. Very different. Very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one practice that Jamie has encouraged and almost and promoted, and almost like said, you will do this at some point during this group. Mm -hmm. It's practice of silence, right? And I remember the very first time she said, you can go anywhere you want. You can go upstairs. There's, you know, Carson's room up there, the pool table room, right? You've got outside, the back patio, Mm -hmm. anywhere in here. And somebody went upstairs to Carson's room. Well, when it was time, when the, however long you did silence that night was over, Jamie went up there and this girl was in Carson's closet. (laughs) (laughs) I still love that. She was in this closet with the, the, you know, the door shut and Mm -hmm. the lights off and just in this pitch black silence. Mm -hmm. And she said it was her favorite thing she had done in a long time. So Mm -hmm. tell me about your experience with silence. That can be uncomfortable when you first do it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me how you like it. Mm -hmm. Whoever.
2: Well, I remember specifically my first time going to group and Jamie telling us we were going to do that. I had this like kind of thought of panic. Like I've never spent that much time alone with myself or at least not in a long time. Cause she makes us sit for like 20 minutes. Like, without our phones or anything. <laughs> so that's a long time. That's a long <laughs> that time. That feels like
0: an eternity. Yeah. Without... yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes.
2: But over time, it's kind of been really cool because she still gives us a lot of freedom with it. So sometimes I'll journal during that time. Sometimes I'll just sit outside and like look at outside. Sometimes I'll pray. Sometimes I'll, I wrote a poem the other day <laughs> during our silent time. And so it's just something that you can just. And you're going
0: to share that with us today, right? The poem. No. <laughs> I could have
2: brought, no. brought it. I could have brought it. It's actually pretty yeah. good. But, oh, good. Okay. All
0: right.
2: So, yeah, it's just we kind of have that time to just reflect on ourselves, but also just check in with God. Because maybe a lot of times we don't have that time during the week at all, other than that time to just be like, okay this is my time where I'm gonna sit, I'm going to listen to him and not just speak to him all the time to let it finally be that two-way street of communication.
0: And what's been so cool, and I'll come to you, Savannah, it's been so cool to hear, Jamie will read me texts that come in during the week of girls that are doing the silence practice mm-hmm. on their own mm-hmm. and having now installed, you know, meditation and prayer and silence into their lives and the difference it's making in their school, in their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been really, really cool. How yeah. about you?
1: Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Like when she first told us that we were going to do 20 minutes of silence, like panic. Cause yeah. you're like, Oh, the, like, I just have to sit there. I yeah. can't like, that's so long. Um, but it's been something that now, like, I actually look forward to. And I've realized, like, in my day, how chaotic and busy and loud it is. Even if it's my commute from work to school or work to home, if, like, I usually listen to music, which is great. However, like, it's still noise. And so just being able to, like, sit there and, quiet you know your brain and sit still um, and just kind of have those thoughts she does this she always talks about your how your thoughts she's like if they come just picture them as a ship floating by you don't have to jump on the ship you don't have to Mm. you know go on board and fix the problems just picture the thought as a ship as it like floats on by the river and so that's been something that's been helpful for me because usually when a thought comes in my brain I want to like tackle it and fix it all but
0: You know, you hear me talking about Richard Rohr all the mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. and at the Center for Action and Contemplation in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where he's the director, you know, and the founder and all that, his, one of his employees, Cynthia Bergeau, who's also a, uh, lives a, a monastic type of lifestyle, you know, and very contemplative, um, She gave me that imagery about meditation where you're sitting on a bank and instead of being in the canoe, Mm -hmm. like you get out on the bank and you watch that thing, that issue, that problem, that thought get in, you know, you put it in the canoe and you just watch it and go over a waterfall, like that thing's gone mm-hmm. and let it go. You know, I love yep. that. Yep. So, so that's something that we've, we've kind of held on to.
1: Mm-hmm. It's cool too. Cause usually, cause she doesn't give us a task of what we have to do during our silence, but she's encouraged us to, you know, to like take a question to the Lord, um, which has been something pretty sweet. Like, What do you want to share with me right now? And it can be something very basic or like, who am I to you? Or like just different questions that you can sit there and just kind of listen. And you don't have to really do anything except, you know, pose the question and then just kind of wait and sit in the silence. And I
0: love that because learning to hear God like he speaks and a lot of times he's real quick like like he sees pretty fast you can ask him a question but a lot of times we don't get specific we don't ask we're we're just very ambiguous and our thoughts are vague about Mm -hmm. God and and us and to ask him a question you know Mm -hmm. is there something you want to speak to me about you know Mm -hmm. or tell me like give me a name that's other than Savannah you know or Madison Mm -hmm. that describes how you feel about me. Mm -hmm. You know things like that can be very, very meaningful. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So finally to end this today, this has yeah. been so much fun in our, our, look at the time. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, we're already around 30. So, so let me ask you this. So many people today you talked about during COVID, especially quarantine and, but we've been quarantining more way before COVID-19 because of social media. We're on our devices. We're watching Netflix. We're in our homes. Uh, many of us are more isolated than we've ever been, right, as a culture, um, and especially now, you know, during 2020 and the aftermath and then all that, but so many young people and old people are struggling not just with anxiety but social anxiety now. That's a big thing, a, a huge thing, so I've heard of a lot of people coming. They, they tell us later they were scheduled for a healing place appointment it was their first time. They don't know what to expect. They don't know who they're going to talk to and how it's going to be. And they they get here, they circle the parking lot, and they leave, right? They bail. There's people who have not come to the group because of anxiety. It's, it's like they make up an excuse at the last minute, or they just don't come or whatever. So to all the people that are considering or would consider a group like this but just cannot push through that anxiety about coming for the first time, what would you tell them? What would you tell them about how this group has affected you, how it's changed your life, and how you're so glad you pushed through it? Just tell, talk to the girl that's, <laughs> that's thinking, oh, I could never do that, but I want that. So what would you say to them?
1: First, I would say like if you're in a group, invite the friend, invite Mm -hmm. them into the group and like do it consistently Mm -hmm. because if they can't make it one week for a legitimate reason or whatever, they might be able to make it the next. And so continually to invite them into a group that you're already in Mm -hmm. um, is a huge, you know, perfect thing. Yes. So that was, that's one thing I would say. And then honestly, just like picture the community that you'll have afterwards Mm -hmm. because it, it's grace filled and like. It's just so good. And every time I go, I'm always like walked, I'm walking away, having been pointed back to the Lord. Yeah. Every Tuesday I leave. And I just get to reflect on that on the 45 minute drive home of how like I was pointed back to the Lord. I know. I was inside. pointed back to the Lord <clears throat> and like the grace that I received through like the new people
2: that I may have met or the ones that have been coming for months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. you?
2: I would say to those people who are, you know, having that moment when they're sitting in the car or they they don't know if they can go by themselves or whatever, it just takes 10 seconds of courage to get out of the car and go to the door, you know? And so you really just kind of have to pretend that you're brave for 10 seconds and then it's over. And if it was the best time of your life, then you'll know. And if it was the worst time of your life, you never have to never go have again. To come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: 10 seconds of courage. That's I good. love that. Pretend that you're brave for 10 seconds.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love <that>. Perfect. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. So I cannot tell you how much you, I, you know this because she expresses it to you, but my wife loves you girls and she loves that group. It fills her up and she is, uh, a different woman because of it and she l- just loves you you know that's true i love you and <laughs> it's been so good having y'all in our home and i just look forward to more so thank you guys for being here thank you. and i will us. see you tomorrow night yeah potato yeah. <laughs> <Best teta> bar <laughs> All right. see you then bye So I hope you've enjoyed our conversations. Remember to like, share, follow, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And if you ever want to talk to someone in The Healing Place, we're here for you. Please pick up the phone and call, email, or find us on crosstimberschurch.org, The Healing Place, or find us on our Facebook page, The Healing Place Crew.